What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Foundation First Fitness Show. This is episode 47, and uh, we're closing in on 52, which would technically have been one a week, but I started bumping it up to two a week, blah, 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 blah. So uh, we're closing in on the big 5-0, which is actually pretty cool. So I'm going to be really excited for that, hoping to uh, get a cool guest on for that episode. Uh, and essentially, one of the things I really wanted to discuss was... Uh, today, I wanted to really go into something I've been doing for the last, I want to say, f- four years, five years, five years now, basically, a lot of a lot of what I've been doing has been injury prevention and uh, pretty much the tail end of return to play. So what that means is a lot of the stuff that I've been doing has been geared towards preventing injury, as you probably have guessed from all the episodes that you've probably watched lately. Uh, as well as the tail end of the rehab program, which is essentially bringing them back to play. Uh, And a lot of that comes with my understanding of the injury, the mechanism of the injury, so how that injury is happening, uh, and also the demand of the sport. I think those two are very, very, very important. They're key concepts, and they're a lot of what... They're, they're really important components when you are looking at that stuff and when you are trying to prevent injury or recover from an injury. So um, dealing with someone with an ACL injury right now, con- currently working with them, uh, spent had some time with them today, was able to kind of put in a session today with them and kind of see where things are going. And I'm actually really impressed with what, what was going on. But one of the questions was, you know, are they able to start jumping? Are they able to start running? Where, where are we at in that regard? And that really started kind of making me almost not rethink because I think that what I was doing was, was always, I always had a good understanding of what I was doing, but almost be able to, uh, verbalize the thought process behind it and the the approach behind it that was making that was making me choose the exercise that I was doing it was making me choose the approach that we're doing and I think that has a lot to do with my exercise choice which is why uh, today's episode is not going to really be about uh, all that much in regards it's probably going to tie mo- a lot more into uh, my last episode more than anything but what I was doing with the injury was we're at the tail end of the ACL rehab protocol, basically uh, dealing with a therapist, which was my sister, which is awesome because it allows me and her to really discuss the plan and discuss a plan of action, have a good streamlined process so the person comes to see her, then eventually comes to see me and still under her supervision and able to really get an idea. She's an athletic therapist, by the way, and is able to, I'm going to get her on the show at one point, uh, and is able to, we're going to be talking about back pain, but basically is going to allow us to uh get a good idea and have a streamlined approach to how that person is going to be coming back onto the field, getting ready to play again. And what really, what it really comes down to, and I notice this a lot, is that a lot of individuals, when it comes to the injury prevention, because if you think about it, the injury prevention and the return to play and the training, it really shouldn't be that different. What I mean by that is you still, like, if you can't do a lunge, whether you're not injured or injured, it's not good. It's not going to help you. Like if you can't lunge properly, that's not a good thing. Like unless you have like a physical limitation, like a steel hip or I don't know what, like something that's in there that's not right. Obviously, you know, like I, I'm not, I mean, if you have like a mechanical block that you can't, like a bony block and you can't possibly do it, I understand that. But 
if you're perfectly fine, but you just don't have the stability and the ability to kind of put yourself in that nice, clean, symmetrical position to do a lunge, and the only reason why I'm saying lunge is because a lot of people don't, is a lot, everyone really knows what a lunge is, but if you're not able to really pull off a clean, symmetrical, proper, good technique lunge, then it doesn't really matter whether you're not injured or injured, your likelihood of injury is still high because you're not able to do a basic exercise because you don't have that very basic level of stability that you'll need to prevent those injuries from happening. And we don't even have to go as far as an ACL tear. This could really be just knee pain, which is something I really deal with a lot, which is uh, patellofemoral syndrome, PFS, uh, patellar tendonitis, whatever you want to call it. Basically, you just got soreness in your knee, but you have no structural damage. Um, So no ligament tears, just soreness in the knee, which is generally caused by a, a tendonitis. You've got like a inflamed tendon from overuse in a really bad position or you overdid it at one time and strained it and now there's an ongoing strain that kind of built up within the quad and so on and so forth not to get too technical on that but basically what I would normally end up doing with an individual like that outside of them getting manual treatment is when they are doing exercises I want to make sure that they're able to do the basic exercises I want to make sure that they're able to do a lunge I want to make sure that they're able to do a single leg squat. I want to make sure that they're able to do a squat. I want to make sure that they're able to, you know, decelerate properly by landing on both feet. Then I want to make sure they're able to decelerate properly by landing on a single foot. And all those things and, you know, control the knee in and out and hip stability. And I want to make sure they're able to stabilize their core and so on and so forth. That's a little bit more at the beginning, but uh, to kind of fast forward that portion a bit. If you're able to do all those things and stabilize your body, you have no real reason not to be confident going back into your sport. You're able to lunge, especially if you're able to lunge more than you ever were with good technique. If you're able to squat more than you ever were with good technique, if you're able to do a single leg squat to a depth that is far better with a great amount of control, way better than you were before, then you have no real reason not to be confident going back into your sport. And what I really am trying to get through to everyone on this message is I did post actually something on my, on the own performance page. And I think I did post it on my personal Instagram page, but um, basically it was a workout with someone with a knee injury. It's not the same person, a different knee injury. Uh, but basically all I was doing with her was basically doing the same stuff. I did a trap bar deadlift. I th- I'm trying to, I'm going to go back and try to remember exactly what I did, but I did a trap bar deadlift, a lunge, we did uh, some lateral elastic work, which is basically just like a crab walk and a split and a split stance crab uh, lateral shelf lateral step. Um, we did uh, like hamstring curl. I, I don't remember exactly what we did, but it was very basic stuff. And basically, she came back saying like, "Wow, I've never actually felt this stable. My knee feels fantastic." I never really did all that much stability work. I mean, I started doing these uh, balance beam stuff, which is basically like a uh, an aluminum pipe that I have my athletes walk on. It's more for the foot balance, but basically just doing some basic foot stuff, bare foot work, um, you know, single leg squat stuff, anything that's really going to reinforce the fundamental exercises and make those basic exercises easy and make them comfortable and smooth with good technique is the fastest way for you to prevent injuries fastest way for you to rehab from an injury like 
if you're if you have a dysfunction, you can't do a hamstring curl. There's your problem. Just do a hamstring curl. Master it. Once you do, you'll be able to move on to everything else. And everything that a ham that a strong hamstring and a functional hamstring and a functional core is going to allow you to do is going to come with time. You're going to allow yourself to. You're going to expose yourself to the weakness. Get better at it, and you'll improve. You know. I do see a lot of individuals and I've known that a lot of individuals, you know, or, you know, they, they've always questioned some of the stuff that I've done because they've been like, well, what about the stability stuff? What about the BOSU work? What about the, the, the Dynadisc work? What about the, you know, all those like lateral shuffle with the single leg and all those maneuvers? Great. I, I love them. I love them more than the next guy. But if you can't lunge properly, if you can't squat properly and you don't have a significantly, if you're not significantly stronger than you were before, we're not really helping the problem. We're allowing, we're just kind of patching it up and allowing you to get closer to that issue. So when you are doing uh, injury prevention work, and this is not a message to the therapist because, you know, the therapists know this already. You you guys already know this stuff and the, and the strength coaches that have experience in injury prevention already know this stuff. This is more a message to the average athlete, the average Joe who's going out to the gym, getting trained, someone who's a fitness um, fitness enthusiast who's going out to run and doing these different things. If you're trying to train and trying to prevent those injuries from happening, which is something you should be doing because if you're not doing them, you're asking for an injury to happen. You should always be kind of thinking about that stuff. Really the best way to prevent an injury is to take the most basic exercises and get really good at doing them clean, simple. And I'm not talking about lifting heavy weight. I'm talking about being able to execute them really well. If you can't goblet squat, which is basically like hold a little bit of a kettlebell here and then squat and get a nice symmetrical stance with good arch support and good foot health and good, you know, control the ankles and control the knees and control the spine and control the hips and control that upper thoracic spine, which is basically up in this area here, your upper spine area. If you can pull that off, that's huge. Like that's something that not a lot of people can do. And I don't think a lot of people understand or realize that, that it really doesn't have to come down to you doing, you know, balance work on a BOSU and balance work on a stability ball and doing all these different things. That's really going to make the difference. It's your ability to take those basic exercises, the squat, the lunge, the single leg squat, the lateral squat, the hip bridge, and be able to execute them really well be able to do them really well that's going to be the biggest factor. That's going to be the fastest way for you to prevent that injury and actually be on a good path for injury prevention. So if you are going into um, the gym in the next month, in the next week, in the next day, in the next hour, if you are planning on doing making a huge transformation and actually going in that direction, I would highly, highly, highly recommend take injury prevention seriously. It's the fastest way for you to be out of the game and it's the fastest and it's the easiest way for you to stay in the game longer. So I'll repeat that fastest way for you to fall out of the game, easiest way for you to stay in the game longer. Injury prevention, very simple. Master the basics. Get those exercises down. Make sure you're doing them well. The lunge, the squat, the split squat, the um, single leg squat, the hip bridge, the you know, the dead bug, the, the, you know, the, the push up, the pull up, if you're doing upper body stuff, you know, if you can't do a pull up, maybe not whatever, but I mean, if you can do the push up, if you can control, if you can control your shoulders, we can do a bear crawl, which is basically just like you crawling off the ground. I posted it. I'm going to post the link up here for the shoulder stuff. Cause I didn't really talk about that at all in this episode. But if you want to learn about shoulder stuff, I'm going to link it right here. It's my move better Monday segment. Um, but, uh, basically if you're able to do all those things, you're higher, you have a very 
very low chance of getting injured. Doesn't mean it's gonna be prevented for sure, but if you're doing those really well, the chance of you getting hurt are very low. Now there's also the parts of, you know, taking care of your body, tissue health, foam rolling, mobility, making sure you have good mobility, not exposing yourself to the stimulus of sitting down, uh, really garbage shoes for too long. But if you're able to do the, the little things really well, not exposing yourself, but also mastering the stuff in the gym, those basic exercises, likelihood of getting injury goes down. I'm not telling you not to explore the BOSU. I'm not telling you not to explore the stability ball stuff. I'm not telling you not to expose the lateral stuff, the lateral bounds and all those cool things that you do if you're trying to prevent injuries or if you're trying to rehab from an injury. But I'm saying that if you are doing any of those things, make sure that those are not the, the, the main component of your, of, your tr- of your routine. Make sure that they are just a small sliver of it and you are spending a lot more time mastering those basic movements. It's what I've been doing for years. It's been working wonders with a lot of my athletes. You know, a lot of them are putting up unreal numbers, the combine, different things like that, not to pat myself on the back, but a lot of that comes from them having a good understanding of how to stay disciplined with the basics and they're putting in the work on that stuff. So it's really hats off to them for being able to stick with the basics and know that it's actually working well and it's preventing them from getting injured a lot. So if you guys like what you heard today on this episode, please hit the subscribe button down there. If you guys are watching this on, if you guys are listening to this on the podcast, uh, head over to my YouTube channel. You can check that out at Bob Owen, so B-A-B-A-K-O-W-E-N, type that into the search bar. I'm going to be starting a new segment on there called Warm Up Wednesdays, which is the reason why uh, this episode was such a big one for me, because I think that it's going to be, uh, it's going to be probably coming out mid-December, uh, mid mid-December, January, something like that. It's going to be a little bit more creative in in style, a uh, little bit more vlog style, kind of putting together some stuff where I'm going to be discussing a little bit more on warm-ups, putting together little routines, giving you guys good exercise to do for your warm-ups, mobility stuff, uh, soft tissue work, which is basically like foam rolling and lacrosse ball stuff, and kind of maybe even venturing into kind of like a, you know, like a technology or a tech review type of thing on, on a lot of these re, on a lot of these recovery or warm-up protocols. So I know it's called warm-up Wednesday, but it's probably going to be more like a warm-up, potentially cool-down Wednesday. But um, uh, if, if you guys are interested, interested in that stuff, head over there right now. Let me know what you guys think on those episodes because some of the stuff in there might be pretty interesting for you. And until the next time, guys, keep building that foundation. Don't forget to subscribe.
For more fitness tips, tricks, and ideas, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Bobak Owen. That's B-A-B-A-K-O-W-E-N. Music for the Foundation First Fitness Show provided by Beware of Darkness. You can find them on Spotify and iTunes.